With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've got the Nissans. This is the Sounders FC Postmatch Show on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Seattle Sounders continue their great run at home. Now unbeaten in their last 11 games dating back to September of last year. 2-1, to one, the final score here at CenturyLink Field between the Seattle Sounders and Orlando City SC. The second goal put in by Handuel Buona in the second half. Sent in, Buona, and that's up Buona! Into the back of the net, Buona will claim it here in the 68, 2-0 Seattle. And that gave Seattle a 2-0 lead. Orlando got one back. But it is Seattle winning 2-1 the final score. You're listening to the postgame show here on 950KJR. Your home for Sounders FC Soccer. Jackson Feltz, Pete Fewing, and Wade Weber coming at you. We'll hear from Brian Schmetzer a little bit later. And we're going to head down to the field. Where it looks like Matt Johnson has an interview with Hanuel Abuana, the goal scorer. Goal scorer, game winner. He did it in Orlando last year. Last October you had the game winner. Tonight you have the game winner. How's that feel, Hanuel? Uh, it feels really nice. It feels really good. Especially on the uh, day where I'm fasting, I have no energy, no nothing. So it feels really, really good to be in the clean, uh, score sheet because uh, I have to score a couple goals this year, hopefully. These guys put, put you to a test tonight. They didn't give up at all. Talk about the last 15 minutes, the defensive work you guys did. We had to be together. We had to uh, win all those battles, the second balls. I mean, the team, were, they, uh, they fought really, really hard, but... It's good that we uh, came with a win. It's not a shutout, but of course, you just mentioned it. Another win. This is, what, 11 now unbeaten here at home. It's getting to be a fortress here under Brian Schmetzer. No, uh, especially under our atmosphere, we never lose here. Never. It's hard to come here and get the dub here. We can't because, because this team is incredible and the atmosphere is no, uh, nothing like else. And finally, before you head to the locker room, a trying week. A lot of teams do it. Orlando's doing it three matches in eight days. You head to Philadelphia tomorrow. Big match on Saturday versus a red-hot Philadelphia team. Yeah, it's very, very big. Uh, at the same time, uh, the win tonight will uh, boost our confidence and we'll be ready for Philadelphia. Congratulations. We'll see you in Philly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And Walla Bawana again, a game winner last October in Orlando. Jackson does it again. It goes off his shin, but it doesn't matter. As Pete Fewing says, they all count the same, Matthew. They <laughs> absolutely do. Yeah, second goal there for Handwell Buana. But we find out, Pete, that it's his third or fourth on the career as well. Third goal. Third goal. Yep. So he gets the winner here tonight. Final score, 2-1 to one here. You'll listen to Sounders FC postgame show. Seattle now 7-1-4 and four on the MLS season. I believe I'll have to check on that. But uh, that is either their second or third best start in franchise history, continuing this roaring hot start here to the 2019 season. Wade, you were on the call with Matt. What are your takeaways from that exciting second half? Well, the, the, the fact is that Seattle deserved the win. Sometimes you don't get what you deserve, and sometimes you do. Uh, great fight back from Orlando. That's uh, not their strongest team, uh, and they're struggling this season. Um, so, you know, maybe that's something that they can build on. But for Seattle, they don't care about that. They need to, to make sure they keep pace with the front runners in the West and the front runners in the Supporter Shield 
and that's LAFC. LAFC, one loss on the season. Seattle, one loss on the season. And now that's two wins on the bounce. Four times this season, they've won by a single goal, Seattle. And I always like that. I mean, it's more comfortable to win by more, but (laughs) it's better after the game. (laughs) (laughs) But Pete, you know better than most that, you know, a team that can grind a result out. And think of who was not on the field at the end. Uh, Rui Diaz, no, sorry, Victor Rodriguez, Gustav Svensson, Jordan Morris, Chad Marshall, and you take all of those out of the lineup, and yet you're still with your bench creating chances. You have a disallowed goal from Rui Diaz, which we're not sure was disallowed. Pete, I'm encouraged by the ability to grind. Yeah, me too, and the fact that they brought in Nuhu, Buana, and Alex Roldan, it it's more guys who can play with that kind of pressure, and I'm with Wade on that. You as a defender, you know that if you can be con- Italy during their best days, <laughs> right, they get one goal and it's it's over, right? They're not going to concede a goal. So that's very, very important. And this game, it could have gone either way. Mueller's goal was a really good goal. He missed one high and wide. Seattle had a couple of chances. The handball, for me, the re- we, got, we get the luxury of seeing the replays a number of times. Wasn't much of a handball, but then maybe the one... There was one angle on Ladero's that I thought, oh, maybe they could call it a handball. It's a funny game. Bottom line is, you have to take care of business. You make a great point. You don't always get what you deserve. I thought Seattle deserved the one, the 2-1 win today, but that doesn't always happen. That team would be gutted. Seattle would be gutted in the locker room if they gave up a goal and conceded a 2-2 tie. So it's a good result. It's a busy week. Throw it behind you. Off to Philadelphia tomorrow, right? They always want to get there two days early for East Coast swings, and then they got to regroup. Then, then Coach Metzer puts together our, maybe a different lineup for that one. So, good for them. They got so far six points in the first two games of the week. Can they get nine? You know, we came into the pregame show looking at the lineups and how Orlando put out the lineup that they did a totally different lineup from three, four days ago in Atlanta and Seattle, mostly first choice lineup except for, of course, the injuries. We all expected three points. They get three points. That's the end of the day. Uh, Really, uh, a couple points to follow up on that you guys were talking about there. You know, that late goal that Rui Diaz gets in Ladero assists and they call it back for the off the shoulder. Maybe we end up getting a pool reporter question to the referee later tonight about that and figure out what the heck they called it back for. So we'll have that. Maybe I don't know if Brian Schmetzer will have that info. He'll he'll brush but, over it. He'll say, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because exactly. he doesn't need so, to. So we'll have they that on Twitter win. later. Yeah. Uh, but then in, in, in terms of Mueller's goal that I wanted to go to, that's that's not anything defensive breakdown. That's just a really good goal by him to, to work through a really good move on Roldan, and then he finds just the perfect spot, pocket of space. The next question I want to get to here is about Jordan Morris, who we mentioned. Another hamstring injury, it looks like. We'll find out exactly what it was. But wait, Pete and I were talking over in the booth about this. This is the third hamstring injury for this team right now. Is it just coincidence, or is there anything to it? Well, I, I don't I don't know, and I, I wouldn't want to speculate. It's yeah. Um, yeah, the Those things are funny, and I, it's not that they come in cycles. It's that some you know, this is a kind of a warm night. It's, it feels humid today, so sometimes it happens when there's a tremendous temperature change. You're going into cold weather. That was not the case here this evening. It just Jordan was accelerating and he pulled up yeah. and held at the back of his leg. You know, I don't know how serious Victor Rodriguez' hamstring uh, issue is that he suffered over the weekend. Um, and Gustav, I think, is close. So, you know, it, it doesn't look like any of these are those tears that you you rip your hamstring and you're gone for for two months. Um, but it's it's certainly not not what the club wanted. You know, think back, Pete, 
first four games of the season, unchanged lineup. Right. That seems yeah. a yep. lifetime ago. That's right. But that's but that's MLS, right? I mean, right now, they are 7-1-4, and four, so 12 games in, right? They're beyond the 10% line, and it's great when you can have a run. And I remember the fourth game saying, look at this, we still got the same lineup. That's fantastic. But we all know that it's not going to be that way, especially we're on the third bank of three games in a week, and that's been... You know, the last month of April, right? It was two banks of three. So six games last month, and now these three games, it's not easy. And you throw in the travel. Uh, and so that's where it's tough. You get on an airplane and you sit for a while. Uh, that's where these high-performance athletes can sort of get some issues. So, yeah, I, Jackson, to your point, it will be addressed. They they will look at every thing. Are they hydrated? Are they, you know, Andwala, it's, it's Ramadan right now. So... For him to come in and play, there's no food, right? There's no water until sundown tonight. So that's another one that you, you have to kind of worry about as well. So And it's good to see that the guy who comes in for Morris scores a goal. Yeah, that yeah. you always want that. It's going to be a lift for him. It's going to be confidence for him, no question. Uh, so I'll tell you, for me, the fact that so many guys are starting to play again, it was great that it was the same starting lineup for four, but you are going to do an MLS season by committee weight. So. Yeah, and, and the depth, uh, I think, was a question about this team. Yes. I think they needed to know, could Hanwala contribute from the bench? What are they going to get from Jordy DeLem? He's been in MLS long enough, and I think we've seen over this little run that Jordy is is a solid MLS player. He's not, he'll, never yes. be, he'll never be an all-star, but neither was Zach Scott. Yeah. And just look where Touché. he is in Sounders lore. Seattle Sounders, a 2-1 to one victory tonight over Orlando City SC here at CenturyLink Field. They now go to 7 one and four on the 2019 season so far second in the western conference wade weber pete fewing my name is jackson Phelps. we're here with the postgame show we're going to hear from head coach brian schmetzer more coming up next on the sounders fc postgame show on sports radio 950 you're listening to the new home of sounders fc seattle sports radio 950 kjr Victory means taking care of business once again. Wait, it's, you're back on the postgame show. You get to hear taking care of business. That's again. right, a little Bachman Turner overdrive. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it seldom gets old. <laughs> and there's been a lot of them here this year for the Sanders. Seven, one, and four now on the season. Seven wins, one loss, four draws. That coming after the two to one win tonight here at Central League Field, Seattle beating Orlando City SC. Guys, it's time for the Budweiser Man of the Match, and your Budweiser Man of the Match is Brad Smith. Fans, make sure to cast your vote for the for the Budweiser Man of the Match every match day on the official Sounders FC app. And it's a perfect segue from Brad Smith into the Alcatel play of the match. It's time for today's Alcatel play of the match. And it's Brad Smith's assist to Raul Ruiz Diaz for the first goal of the night. Inside the box, chip, back to Smith, dropped in, and dropped in the back of the net. Ruiz Diaz gets the goal he was looking for. Great buildup from Smith and chip. Rui Diaz cashes it in, and it's 1-0 Seattle in the 19th minute. The play of the match is presented by Alcatel, the official smartphone and tablet partner of Seattle Sounders FC. Well, we're waiting here from head coach Brian Schmetzer. He's going to sit down with the media here momentarily. Pete Fewing, Wade Weber, my name is Jackson Feltz. Pete, we were uh, sitting over there in the box, and as that play developed, we kind of just both echoed to each other, this is exactly how they drew it up, this is exactly how they drew it up, and there it was, the goal, exactly how Brian Schmetzer drew it up. Well, it's textbook, and tonight, uh, Christian Roldan, Wade, for me, had some fantastic passes with the weight and the location. 
right? He, he played the ball early at the right time to the right foot with the right pace on the ball. And I, th I thought he hit about five or six passes that were sort of another level. He's growing right in front of us. The two goals in the previous two games, some of the tackles he had in the midfield, his tracking back, he's still doing all the work. But to me, that ball out wide to Smith, and then Smith with a combination. Harry did the right thing, laying the ball in, and then, yes, exactly, Jackson. It was... It was done, picture perfect, and and you know if you're watching at home, kids, that's how you do it, right? And that's why we work on that inside of the foot pass, right? And it, it's textbook, but done under pressure. You got to practice a lot, then it's done under pressure. It was perfect, and there's nothing the defenders could do for Orlando. And you got to know who you're playing with. Rui Diaz wants that ball laid across. Will Bruin's similar to that. He'll get through the box, give him the service. Yeah, and uh, Harry ships. Assist on the assist. Yes, the second yes. Assist. Yeah. To, on this night, a slick field, slip yep. ball, and a one-touch that. It took the weight off it, right? Directly yep. toward the line, though. I mean, it, yep. the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And and I'm telling you, the geometry on that, the, the just enough backspin, wonderful. That um, You're right with Rui Diaz. If there's a guy on Seattle's team you have to account for in the 18, it's him. Seattle are built to take advantage of his strengths, yeah. which is finding space inside the box and one-touch finishes. Roldan had that beautiful ball to him. He had a, uh, Rui Diaz had a bit of a heavy touch. Yep. Oh, another fantastic ball from him as well. So, yeah, when you say they're built for that, look at the wings, right? Look at the outside back in Brad Smith. Lerdom's an educated crosser of the ball, knows when to play it. Yeah, they're built to get that ball to him. Guys, let's head down to the bowels of Central League Field. Your head coach, Brian Spencer, sitting down to talk about the 2-1 to -one win tonight over Orlando City SC. Wow. All right, Coach, uh, what did you think of uh, Hank Wallace's celebration? <laughs> I didn't see it. Was it a good one? Pretty good. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to watch. Um, did he really do an overflip? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to gauge the referee's body language to see which direction he was going on the on the you know on the review. So I wasn't paying attention to Endwalla. But if he does that and he gets injured, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> as far as his play tonight, your thoughts on it? That was it was good. You know, the kid had deserved minutes. You know, the reason why, it, it was a tough choice to, you know, start Harry or Hendwalla in place of Victor. I went with Harry because he's steady. I like what he gives. But, you know, you, you guys see, Hendwalla has that little bit of flair. You know, he, he's got good technical ability. Uh, you know, so I'm happy to have both of those players that I can use when I, when, when I need to. The other day, Harry came in and kind of settled the game down. And I thought he was great. And so now when you flop it, Harry comes out, you, you bring some attacking guys on, you know, it gives you a little more dynamic attack. So I thought it was good. Coach, I know you expect your teams to fight hard in every match, and this isn't even the end of the week for you, but can you talk with six of your neck and seven on the road about how important these last two wins are for your club at this moment in the season? We've been traditionally a good road team. I mean, uh, yeah, all, all home wins are important. I will answer the entire question. But, look, I, I have a lot of confidence in that group. I mean, we, we – look, you, you could look at this game and you could say, okay, was it our best soccer performance? Yeah, there's things we could do better. You know, final third again, we addressed that, trying to get half chances into full chances. I thought we had some good full chances tonight. 
Um, but one thing that this team possess, possesses that it always, always does, it's always, it, 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 and, and it's going to help us on the road, is they don't like to lose. They hate to lose. They put it in out there. That was a, that was a tough, James did a good job. Because he brought a kind of a, a mix of guys that could keep the game close, and he brought his stars on late in the game, put us under pressure. Our guys didn't fold. Our guys didn't wilt. Our guys amped up the uh, physical stuff when we needed to, and that's going to help us out on the road. So I'm, I'm fully confident that, you know, we can take some points out from the road games that we're about to face, and I'm proud of the way the guys fought tonight to, to get six points already this week. Torres and Delem are big parts of the last two wins. Ramon Torres and Delem. Can you talk about their two efforts and those two? Love to. Love to. Ramon was great. I mean, he brings experience, leadership, uh, organizational skills, his heading, his, his brute strength. And, you know, I want to make a special, you, you mentioned two guys. Ramon's been great, but I want to have a special uh, acknowledgement of Jordy Delem. Uh, because a lot of times when we watch Jordy play, you know, he's always been good at breaking up plays and he's physical. And Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And he likes to tackle people and all that. But some of the things that you guys need to watch on your replay is some of the nuances of what he's doing. His body position is getting better. His ability to turn out and release pressure and get the ball out to the other side has been the work of Gonzo and, and Delem in training to get better at that. And that's how he's going to stay on the field longer. That's how he's going to have a longer career because he's picking up some of those nuances. Then you couple that with... You know, all players they get a they get a extended run of games, and you can just see his confidence building. So I'm I'm very pleased with both of those guys. Jeremiah, I'll start by saying he got man of the match in our ratings last week. So Jordy, we're, we're, we're picking up on you. Okay, right. thank you. Uh, oh, you've you given up two shots on frame the last two games total. Um, what what do you attribute that to? Is that or is that actually is that something you're 
yeah, well, <laughs> I forget who it was in Houston, the, the one that bounced over the goal, kind of like Jordy's tonight. Uh, you got to be lucky sometimes. Jimmy Gabriel always used to tell me that, you know, your luck evens out at the end of the year, and you'd much rather have your luck at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. But I'll take it. I mean, I, I'm going to take it. Uh, the commitment to team defending, I think some of Jordy's contributions, I think we've, we've messaged the group that we're defending inside out. We're not forgetting that we actually are defending the goal. Sometimes players get excited and they want to steal a ball right away, but I think we're sometimes a little more patient in our defending. And so overall, the last two games, you know, the, the team's done well. Nico? Uh, he has a strain of his hamstring and we will have an MRI and we will let you know. Coach, from uh, weekend's game to today, only one change that was due to injury for the starting 11. Uh, was there anything that went into the decision to basically run it back? And how does that affect your decision going forward on uh, Saturday in Philadelphia? We're going to put a team out on the field against Philadelphia that's going to try and win the game. Can't guarantee wins, but the group I put out there is going to fight and battle and play smart and be organized and hard to beat. So the decision to play guys on four days rest, you know, I felt that that was, you know, enough rest for guys. And, you know, it's sometimes just part of the part of the sport is injuries happen. We do we do a really good job trying to prevent injuries, but we all know it's part of the sport. Jay, did I see you? Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about Ramu and you know, the way he got some touches but didn't score, but you know, was able to get one into it? Yeah, I was really pleased, Jada, when he scored. That put a big smile on my face because he is a goal scorer. Goal scorers go on streaks. They love scoring goals. That's part of who they are. It's all of that sort of stuff. So for him to start off the game like that, what happens then is you get a noticeable increase in his performance. He scores, he's happy, his chest is out, his you know, head is up, he's looking for the ball, he chased back on defense a lot of times. I mean, Raul's been very good ever since he's been here at the club. Coach, the bar has been in uh, place for a few weeks. What is your opinion on the use of it? In VAR? The bar? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, the, the procedural question, I guess the reason for all the extended amount of time, uh, you know, added on was because of the, you know, Handwalla's goal. And I don't, I, I can't speak directly because I'm not 100% sure on all of the VAR, you know, the, the checkpoints that they need to complete. Uh, Dave, you know, Dave took a look at it. He didn't think that there was any foul on the play previous to Handwall's goal. And so it worked out in our favor. Um, obviously, we would have loved it to be a little shorter time, but I'd rather them get the call right and it takes a little bit of extra time rather than they rush through something and then they don't get the call right. But certainly I know that the referees have been working on VAR. I am a supporter of VAR. I think it's good for our sport and hopefully they can just, you know, fine tune things as we get into this. Remember, it's only been in existence for a short amount of time. 
So they're still probably working some of the bugs out. Um, given Jordan's injury history the last couple of years, is this more of a cause for concern than it would be with another player going down similarly? He's a, he's a high-octane athlete, so you're always worried about the sprinters. Uh, that was one of the reasons why we took Brad out. Um, you know, Jordan had a, you know, before the injury, he was one of the guys on our list to pick it out. But look, Jordan's a tough kid. He's fine. He'll be he'll be back. I mean, it's not a it's not a it's a strain. It's not a pull. It's not like what he did against LA a couple years ago. I think it was. Um, so he'll be back. He'll be fine. Sometimes those guys with sprinter muscles they they're at risk more often. Mark, you uh, talked about kind of how long the VAR uh, situation took tonight. Um, Orlando pretty much scores directly uh, following that situation. It's kind of a weird goal in the match, and then uh, you and your guys kind of, kind of take hold there. Was there any sort of uh, message that you gave the team during that basically timeout, or um, and kind of how did that play out? No, there was individual instructions just to keep warm and you know all that sort of stuff as they were out on the field, a couple of tactical instructions to the guys that were close by, but no, I mean, you know, it's 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 my job as a coach. It's our job as a staff to make sure that these situations don't happen. One of the fundamental coaching principles is when you score a goal, the next five minutes is critical because you're so euphoric about scoring goals, and then you you know you you're not concentrating, and you take one on the other side. That's a classic example of you know soccer, and so this was similar. You know, we had we had scored a goal. There was yeah, there was a long break, but we need to make sure that our athletes are tuned in, and we don't give up that goal the way it happened. Mickey, uh, just a quick follow up on the VR. Did you get an explanation as to why it took so long? And at that point, is it just that would you just prefer them to go take a look at the play if they're taking that long to discuss? It? I, I I I try not to get too much into it with the referees so I did not ask them of course I said well what is it when's he gonna look and they were saying he's looking at it you know just in general uh, uh, conversation um, but you know again I'm not I'm not an expert um, and I think the referees have a have a tough job as it is so I don't want to add any undue pressure onto them I saw a couple of follow-ups to start Jeremiah's yeah, Fred Smith, uh, he had the assist on the first goal. He very nearly could have had a second. Um, continues to put in pretty impressive shifts here. Uh, anything that you're seeing from him that is that you're particularly happy with? Yeah, all-around play. I mean, he was up against Elise last game. He did well. He was up against a tough guy today, um, so he had to work. Um, you know, he's he's a talented, talented soccer player, and we're happy to have him here. Nico? Uh, that's 11 games here at home. Uh, you guys were undefeated. Um, today, Wilmer covered. I mentioned that the reason why Seattle is so tough to play with is because the field is horrible. That's the main reason why. Who said that? Wilmer Cabrera. Uh, Houston coach, what would you say to that? <laughs> it's, it's not the fans, it's mainly the coach being so horrible. Come on. You try to get me all excited. <laughs> Come on. Wilmer's a good guy. I'm sure 
I'm hoping that it was taken out of context or there was more words added to the end of the thing. Look, turf is here to stay in MLS. There's certain cities that can't do it. Um, our turf is not horrible. It's not. I mean, teams around the league have played enough on turf that, that, that they, they have to get used to it. Looking ahead, you guys have six out of the next seven on the road. You mentioned you guys have been rotating historically. Um, what's just the messaging to the team ahead of a stretch like this, and how do you prepare for a travel-heavy uh, section of the season? Uh, the physical staff, the the training staff, physical staff, they're working overtime right now to get the athletes ready to go. Um, the message from the coaching staff is, you know, we have confidence in you. We have confidence in all of our players. If you look at, you know, I, I, I can go down the list. I mean, Alex Roldan came on today and did a great job. You know, Handwalla came on and did a good job. Knew who's a starter on most any other MLS team. Um, you've got Saad, who played well in Minnesota. I mean, we have a good team. We're going to be hard to beat because it's ingrained into our culture, into our team, into these players. They don't like to lose. They never quit. So when we go to Philadelphia, yes, it's going to be tough. We're realistic about it. We understand all that. But there's no reason why with MLS as it is, with the parity that there is within MLS, that we can't roll a team out there and collect points on the road. John? As you look forward to this next game, do you feel you have to make any adjustments when you go to Philadelphia with Jim's a pretty smart coach. If I tell you my tactical adjustments now, he'll be ready for me. So uh, I'm not going to dive into that, but we will have a good game plan for him, and uh, boys will be up for it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was Seattle Sounders head coach Brian Schmetzer following the 2-1 to win here to, at CenturyLink Field, Seattle over Orlando City SC. We're short on time, guys. Really quick thoughts uh, on, on simply what Brian said. He always backs his players, gives them the credit, uh, is respectful of referees, respect, respectful of the opponents. He handles the media incredibly well and never gives anybody chalkboard material. I think that's exactly right. That there were moments of bait that were dangled in front of him. He did not bite. He <laughs> no. didn't bite at all. And on to the next game. That's right. All right. More coming up next on the Sounders FC post game show. We'll look around the league at the scores here today and look ahead to next week's match. That's or next. I should say this week's match coming up this weekend, Saturday in Philadelphia. More next on the Sounders FC post game show on Sports Radio 950. You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950 KJR. And welcome back to the Sounders FC postgame show. Seattle, a 2-1 to victory here tonight over Orlando City SC. Now 7-1-4 on the season. Let's check out scores from around the league. 0-0 between D.C. United and Toronto. That game in Toronto. 1-1 was the final between the Houston Dynamo and Portland Timbers. That down in Texas. Vancouver was hosting Atlanta. And Atlanta United gets the victory 1-0 in that match in Vancouver. And the last game of the day here in the midweek matches, Seattle beating Orlando 
two to one. Well, for Seattle, the next match is going to be on the road. They will travel to Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Union going to be the next opponent for Seattle. That's Saturday, a 4:30 kickoff, four o'clock pregame, right here on KJR for the Seattle Sounders and Philadelphia Union. This is a team that's guys tied for first right now in the Eastern Conference, uh, seven, three and two with 23 points. They're a, a dangerous squad. Uh, that Seattle will deal with some squad rotation, but Wade, this will be a, this will be a big match for Seattle, a big test for them on Saturday. Yeah, and I think that third game in eight days is is a factor in that for sure. The injuries are going to be a, a subplot, a storyline. Uh, but more than anything, one loss in the opening 12 games of the season. This is a team that is, you know, you could say what you want about draws and say, well, maybe the Sounders should have got some more points in some of those games. That's not that's not the point. If you want to win championships, you have to learn how not to lose at, at moments when maybe you're not at your best. You can't give away cheap goals, soft goals, and Going across country is never easy, Pete. You know, again, with the travels that you have at Seattle University, it, you're waking up a couple time zones away. Uh, this is going to be a challenge against a high-flying, rebuilt, rebrand, not branded, but rebuilt Philadelphia Union team. Marco Fabian, the Mexican international, has done wonderful things for him. Came from Eintracht Frankfurt in the offseason, and um, they're, they're a good team. No question, and they're 5-1-0 and at home. Here's the deal, though. Six points so far in the week. It would be fantastic to get seven, and sometimes going in to play to get one point, to steal a point. You look at the EPL. It's one point, right? 98-97, to 97, right? Yeah. Man City... Liverpool, so these games are very important, and here's the fun part. They're going into this game with money in the bank, right? They've got six points out of the week. I like what you said, Wade. You're right. You have to look at the – and I've changed with the MLS, right? I used to think ties were just a loss, right? I've told teams ties are a loss, but in this situation, you look at the whole swath of a season. If you go get one point at Philadelphia and with the lineup that's going to go out there, that that's a good thing. You got to find a way to get a point. If they go and do it, and he is going to put out a different lineup. He said that just now, right? So that group's got to go carry the torch for this weekend for the Seattle Sounders. Going to be up to a lot of guys to step up and get a result for the Seattle Sounders. Once again, that's a four thirty. Uh, 4.30 kickoff. Our pregame show will start at 4 o'clock this Saturday for Seattle Sounders and Philadelphia Union. Also on Saturday, you have the doubleheader down there in Tacoma. You have Rain FC playing in the afternoon and then Tacoma Defiance uh, you, that you're an assisting head coach, assisting coach for uh, playing later. You're the head coach this weekend, Wade. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you are the head coach this weekend. I can't believe yeah. you're here. You got so much to prepare for. They didn't <laughs> tell me that. They didn't tell me. Yeah, we play Reno 1868 in USL action that evening, Saturday night down Ian at Russell. Stadium. Ian former Russell, Hustle, former Husky, Husky, West Seattle boy. Yeah, head coach. Um, and Sergio Rivas. Uh, Rivas yeah. uh, um, and plus all sorts of future Sounders talent down there in the pipeline. I'm going to make this very easy for, for people. Drive down, listen to 950KJR, listen to the Sounders-Philadelphia game, and then hang out at Cheney Stadium, watch the Defiance play. It'll be a fun Saturday there uh, for us. It'll be Sounders, Rain FC play in the afternoon, and then Defiance later in the evening. So thanks to everybody for tuning in for the broadcast. Seattle Sounders winning tonight over Orlando City 2-1. to one. Thanks to Nate Nelson back at the studio. Terry Ryan here on site. Matt Johnson for the call. Wade Weber as well on uh, doing everything, doing from pregame, postgame, during the game, during the color analyst, a great job by Wade. Wade got me a sandwich at halftime. I was very pleased. I'm parched. <laughs> Pete Fewing as well. Pete, great to be have you on here at the air. My name is Jackson Feltz. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Once again, it is a 4 o'clock pregame and a 4.30 kickoff for the Seattle Sounders in Philadelphia Union. 
You've been listening to the Sounders FC Postmatch Show on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Tune in next time when your Seattle Sounders take on the Philadelphia Union. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.